everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and today we are going to be doing a uh, what we love to do at this time of the year, uh, mock drafts. Like, I, I don't know about you, but I've been doing hundreds of thousands, that, that, okay, hundreds of thousands might be an exaggeration, but I've been doing a lot of mock drafts, and um, <clears throat> just... I think, yeah, just today or just yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this, um, I have released my uh, tiers for the season. You can find those on patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Uh, this is kind of the uh, all the tiers from the first, basically uh, 46, 47 players. Um, there are eight different tiers and then the uh, plateaus from, you know, players 47 through 75 and 76 second the second plateau which would be uh, 76 through 110 uh, just some of the targets that I like in um, in the upcoming season um, all released on patreon.com slash watching the boxes and that is free to all listeners uh, that is not exclusive to patreon so but if you want to support the show please do at patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Um, they'll also be posted at, um, on Reddit fantasy b-ball. So if you're on Reddit fantasy b-ball, go check them out there. Interact with me. Um, my user is Lieutenant Dang after, after the great Luau Dang. Um, L T D E N G is my user over on fantasy b-ball so i am uh pulling myself into a 12 team mock draft and this is a very standard uh league layout you know point guard uh you know three guards three forwards two centers two utilities i would recommend if you're starting a league um go with one center and three utilities and uh also don't go like power forward um, point guard, like don't have the very specific positions. Go guard, guard, like just do guard, guard, guard. We live in a world of positionless basketball. Let's let's stop trying to. Uh, most of these people uh, on these teams, they're eligible for almost every single position. So you know, if you're looking to either start fancy basketball or get a group of friends to play it with you or whatever, make it a little easier on them to, um, to join up, to stay in, I guess, focused, to stay engaged, blah, blah, blah. Talk to them what kind of league they want, but I would do all three guards, three forwards, one center, three utilities. Um, and I do nine cat. I know a lot of people are going to argue that turnovers should not be involved, but I, I will not, I'll die on that hill guys. I'm going to die on the, the turnover hill. I, I don't care. If someone can come up with a better category and better ninth category than turnovers, feel free to at me at watch the boxes. Um, do not try to say double doubles or triple doubles. Those are stupid. You're already being rewarded for those that you should not be using those. Uh, assist to turnover ratio is kind of interesting, but then you're kind of getting rid of assists and turnovers. Um, yeah, there's just not there's not a perfect um, setup, I would say. Um, I play a lot of Roto. I play 9-cat Roto uh, almost exclusively. And uh, if you're starting out head-to-head, -head, you know, a lot of people are more comfortable with head-to-head. -head. Um, and also, I would say 
go for like a 10 team league. I'm in a 12 team league draft right now, but um, I've found that you just do some simple math, right? There are 30 teams, there are five starters on 30 teams. It's 150 players. All right, cool. Um, that means there's probably like 160 truly relevant players out there. So try to keep your league around um, making 150, 160 your uh, relevant players. And I'm not talking about rostered players either. Um, if you're kind of like a league that's, you know, you're a lot of people who are into basketball, you know, having 150 players rostered, that's cool. But don't be afraid to, like, I don't know, cut a guard, cut a forward, and go two guards, two forwards, one center, two utilities, or three utilities. Make the league a little... If you want to make it more interesting, if you find that people are not paying attention, um, or just end up dropping out a few months into it, uh, make the league shallower. Um, I think that that really does, if you have a lot of new people, um, it keeps them interested, and it keeps the waiver wire interesting as well. Um, and I think an interesting waiver wire does keep people more involved, especially when you have a maybe a league that doesn't trade uh, particularly well. Um, so I'm sitting here. I have my tiers in front of me. I have my um, a couple rankings. I have our hashtag basketball.com rankings. I have our rankings from Mark Roberts. Uh, and I'll even give a shout out. I, I always look at the uh, basketball monster rankings from last season. Those are a really good reference. I got all my references here set up. We got about a couple more minutes before this draft opens. And I would suggest uh, I'm currently going to pick fifth. Now, if you get to choose, I, I like leagues that do this. If you get to choose where you get to draft, the five spots, the best spot, because you're going to get one of those top five players that we've been talking about. Um, as you know, I think, you know, the, the first tier, um, you got Harden, Curry, and AD. Those are my top three. Those are the only guys I think who can finish number one overall this season, uh, followed by Cat and Giannis. Uh, I think Giannis has a, a, enough holes in his game uh, when it comes to shooting threes and free throws that will keep him away from being the top player. I have heard he's starting to shoot, hit some corner threes, but guys, it's preseason. Settle down on the rumors. Everybody's gained a, a, a 30 point shot. Everybody's lost 20 pounds or gained 20 pounds or whatever. Chill out on those preseason hype videos that you've been uh, retweeting on Twitter. Ben Simmons is not going to become a three point all star. And Giannis, you know, honestly, Giannis is probably going to get a little bit better. I, I think he is going to get a bit better. I think if you take any of those guys in the top five, I'm totally, totally fine with it. Personally, Harden, Curry, and AD are my top five. Or my top three, followed by Kat and Giannis. And that's why I want the fifth position. Because I'm going to get one of those top five guys, and then I'm going to get a good returning player on the back end. And so I would, if I got to choose, I would go five, four, three, two, one. That would be the order I would choose rankings. But then I would actually go all the way to the turn. I'm kind of liking the 9, 10, 11 spots here as well because I've seen Kawhi fall. I've seen Embiid fall. I've seen kind of those like second tier players that I've been talking about. I've seen them fall into that turn. Uh, I think, you know, Beal, LeBron, Kyrie, there's a lot of really good players still sitting there on the turn. And you get two, you know, two of them. You know, you don't fall into those second round guys. Like you're not like picking up uh, Gobert or, um, you know, Drew Holiday. Uh, you don't have to. So you get, like, LeBron and Embiid. Um, and I, I kind of like starting a team off with, like, two super, super strong players. 
uh, if I cannot be in that top five. So, no, uh, Jokic, Dame, to me, they're great. They are my sixth and seventh ranked players. But to me, they are, you know, a little bit better than those turn guys, but a lot worse than those top five guys. Um, usually we'd have KD hanging out around here, Paul George, Kawhi, but Paul George is uh, drastically falling in my, my rankings simply because of the injury. Um, a lot of the news out of L.A. is that you know he might be back in December, he might be back in January. Um, same with Oladipo, he's falling in my rankings as well. Uh, you're talking in some January, February, maybe even for Oladipo. So I find it really hard to give a top three, top four like rounds, uh, a pick to a guy who's going to be injured for half the year or longer. So I, I'm avoiding those players, but usually, you know, Paul George would be up here in the top rankings, but since there's a lot of injuries this year. Uh, Jokic and, and Dame are, are great. They're super consistent. Um, I like them a ton. And I hope they fall to me on the turn, actually. But I like getting that uh, second-round player earlier so I can try to get one of those kind of second-tier players, uh, the, some of those turn players, back-to-back instead of getting Jokic at, like, six and then waiting all the way um, to the um, 19th pick. To maybe take like Kimba Walker, who's you know great, um, but you know you could get Kimba Walker probably uh, at the 13th spot. You can go Kawhi Kimba or Kawhi uh, Kawhi Leonard and Beal. Or I've gotten Kawhi and Kyrie Irving before. Um, the turn to me is a little bit more interesting this year than that middle of the first round. So we are going to uh, kick it off here. 12 team. Um, we're gonna. I, I play Rotos, so I'm gonna do. Um, actually, we'll we'll choose to uh, treat this as a head-to-head. So this should be pretty quick. First round, Anthony Davis went for Seth or Seth Curry. This guy chose Seth Curry. No, he, he went Steph Curry second. Um, I'm going to guess Harden goes off the board third. Yes, he does. So the top five has been really very rarely. Maybe you get like a, a casual who will pick LeBron in the top five, but uh, I have not seen it. So Towns went four. That means Giannis falls to me. All right, if we're in a head-to-head league, uh, Giannis is on my team. I absolutely love that. I love Giannis being on my team. Um, Right now, I'm already in a maybe potentially a punt free throw, but I don't like to punt until after the the first two to three rounds. I take the best player available followed by the best player available, and then the third round, I'm either taking the best player available or someone who kind of fits uh, my first two players. After the third round, though, then I'm starting to look at, like, what are my weak categories? What are my strong categories? Are my weak categories so weak that I should ignore them, not punt? Or are those weak categories something I can move up where I can be competitive for over against over half the teams in a head-to-head league? Uh, so percentages uh, are always a pretty good one to stay, like, relatively competitive. Um, I usually try to punt turnovers just in general. And um, uh, the percentages usually follow in my punting strategies. I like the counting stats. The counting stats are guys who are playing a lot. Giannis is going to get a lot of those counting stats. I love the fact that I am getting a block and a half, a steal and a half. And, uh, hey, let's say he turns those threes up. He might be averaging 30 points a game and um, six to six a game and over three a game. That would be really, really nice. So the rest of the first round went pretty normal. 
Dame, Jokic, LeBron, Beal. Drew Holiday at 10 feels a little early. I'd rather go with Kyrie. Kyrie went 11. And Embiid fell all the way to 12. So this is exactly what I was talking about, guys. Um, Embiid, to me, probably should go 8, 9, 10, somewhere in that range. He fell all the way to 12. So that's why I like picking on that turn instead of that 6, 7, 8 spot. Getting Embiid there. Um, this guy went Embiid, Doncic, back-to-back. That's really, really early for Doncic, but Doncic is not coming back to you pretty much, so cool. Like, if, if you wanted to go and beat Doncic, I'm not doing that. I'd rather go and beat, um, and then Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's still out there. Um, I know Kawhi Leonard's not going to play that many games, but the dude is going to be so, so, so valuable in a, a per-game setting. And a lot of people are like, oh, shouldn't I play for the, the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. Dude, you're not in the playoffs, number one. All right, this 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 is getting this draft's getting out of hand. But um, uh, some guys went off the board that I was not expecting. Um, so, but that, that's what happens in uh, random mock drafts like this. So, yeah, so a lot of people are saying I need a draft for the playoffs. Well, you're not in the playoffs. Always draft for value. Always draft for value because um, when you draft for value, you are spending a whole season with the ability to trade these people. So if they're going to be, if Kawhi is going to be going at, uh, Kawhi just went at, with a 17th overall pick, that dude's going to have top six value at some point in the season, and you can move him for a really, really, really nice return. So a lot of guys went off the board here on his my turn to pick. Um, Doncic, Mitchell Robinson at 14 is way too high. Uh, D'Angelo Russell at 15 is stupid. Kimba Walker, Leonard Fox, Butler. So looking at my rankings, looking at what I got going on here, uh, I'm going to go with Trey Young. Uh, I wish Kawhi would have fell to me. That would have been very, very nice. Um, I would have enjoyed taking him uh, that early, but I usually don't take um, Trey Young at all. Um, I guess I sh maybe could have went Drummond there, uh, but I think I might be able to get Drummond on the way back. This is a really weird um very 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 strange draft here so i went with trey young i think if you're gonna punt free throws you might wanted to have go uh have gone andre drummond there i might end up regretting not going andre drummond with that with that second round pick because then i would be super dominant in rebounds already uh, along with having very very good steals and solid blocks so this has been a very, very weird draft. Um, after Kawhi Leonard went 17, De'Aaron Fox went 18, Jimmy Butler went 19, I took Trey Young at 20, Paul George went 21. Like I said, the injuries are pushing him way, way, way down my rankings. Uh, Miles Turner went 22. I think that's early, but he is a second-round player, in, in my opinion. Rudy Gobert went 23. Uh, he's definitely a second-round player. And, damn it, uh, Andre Drummond went 24. Um, so probably should have went with Andre Drummond there uh, instead of Trey Young. Uh, I actually pulled the trigger a little bit early on Trey Young. I usually don't do that. I do have him in my like fifth tier as, as a solid second-round guy, but a back-of-the-half second-round guy. And so even I'm uh, already didn't come in. I didn't set my cue. Um, I am trying to do a podcast while drafting. So these are the things I would suggest you do right away when you get into the draft room. One, don't do a podcast while you're doing it. And two, set your queue up. Start putting guys in a list because Yahoo's rankings are not great. And um, I think 
you will be well served to have your own rankings. Use uh, rankings from around the the internet. Uh, use my tiers to, to to tier out who you want, and um, go from there. And have your queue ready. My queue still not ready. Uh, Vujovic went off the board. He is someone. Uh, I like a lot in the second round. Westbrook, Jaron Jackson Jr., way too early for me. And then Devin Booker. Devin Booker with 28. I am up going 29. I see Aiton is still available. Um, I'm, and I think Ben Simmons is still available. I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Aiton, DeAndre Aiton. Uh, I think he's a really solid pick there. Kristaps uh, Porzingis was available. Um, right now I have Trey Young, a very young team. Giannis. Trey Young with my second pick probably should have went Drummond. And since I didn't go Drummond, now I went back with the center with uh, Aiton. So let's go look at the um, my team here. And this is all going to happen very, very, very fast. Uh, right now, free throws, mediocre but still competitive, right in the middle of the bunch. My field goal, very high. I'm going to try to keep it very high now that I have three players. Uh, even with Trey Young, my field goal is still very, very high. Um, middle of the pack and three-pointers. Top of the league in points. Um, obviously very, very good points with Giannis, Trey, and DeAndre Ayton. Um, rebounds, I'm at still, uh, obviously, the top of the league with Giannis and DeAndre there. Uh, assists, I'm already super solid at simply because I have Trey Young. Um, so that's kind of why Trey Young ends up going for a little bit of a premium is because Trey Young uh, gets you uh, so many more assists. Than everybody else, and I'm basically last in turnovers, which is where I, I'm totally fine with being last in turnovers. So totally okay. I got Aiton, um, Giannis, who gets me my counting stats that Aiton does not, and then Trey Young, who gets me elite assists. So I'm really, I'm really enjoying my team. Looks like it's going to be a little bit punt free throws, which is totally normal for a um, a build with Giannis. Um, I want to keep my points high. And they are. So I think that allows me to get a little bit interesting here in the fourth or fifth round with a player who maybe doesn't score a lot. So maybe you see Robert Covington slip um, and or Otto Porter hanging around. Like that could be something really, really nice for me. Uh, I want to boost my steals for sure because um, they are way, way, way down. And I have good steal guys. And I... Um, and I want to boost my block. So let's see who comes to me here. Um, let's see who comes to me here. Siakam, Capella off the board. John Collins at 32, a little early. Ben Simmons at 33 is a great, great value. Probably should have went Ben Simmons. Um, if I had to do this draft over, that's why you got to come prepared. Uh, if I had Drummond and Ben Simmons and Giannis on my team right now, that would be a very, very interesting team. So I'm going to write that down for next time. This is why I suggest doing a lot of mock drafts. Gets you into practice, gets you to see what kind of guys are popping out at certain times of the draft, and uh, plan accordingly. So right now, I think I'm doing just fine. But an ideal draft would have been Drummond and Simmons. But you don't know Simmons is going to drop that far. Uh, but this, like I said, this has been a really weird draft. There's a lot of guys who went way too high in that early second round. Very strange. Um, LaMarcus, a guy I, I actually really like. 34 is probably his top value, so, uh, usually you can get him in, like, the fifth or sixth round. Um, Middleton's off the board. Porzingis just went off the board not that long ago. I could have just almost got Porzingis on the way back. That would have been <clears throat> really, really, really nice. Um, all right, I got some of my favorites here. Uh, Otto Porter is out there. Robert Covington is out there. 
Uh, I want to solidify my steals, and I think I can get away with it. Buddy Heal, Mike Connolly are out there, but I already am doing really good. So I'm going to go with Robert Covington. Uh, and that, that timer is quick. Robert Covington is way, way, way overlooked this season. And I think with uh, getting him in the fourth round might have been a little bit of a stretch. And looking at this um, group of people and how they've been drafting, like CJ McCollum, Jason Tatum, probably could have left Robert Covington hanging around to my fifth pick. Um, I honestly don't even know who's going to fall to me at this point because this is a very, very strange draft but i like bob covington a lot um he's being overlooked i think he's going to be overlooked in a lot of leagues right now i'm uh, if this was a roto league i'm, I'm uh, head of the head of the squad here the, the the top team um right now looking at how yahoo stands it out um but a lot of weird guys are falling so auto porter just went off the board buddy heel just went off the board let me see what i need probably uh you know Probably could use some more threes. Might want to punt threes uh, just because I have Giannis. My points are uh, falling into the middle of the pack because I went with uh, Robert Covington. But my steals are now near the top. My assists are still uh, very good. And my rebounds are still very good. So And my blocks are still very good along with my field goal percentage. So that's um, one, two, three, four, five, five pretty good stats. So how do I want to make this even more of a, um, I guess, route here? Uh, we have Blake Griffin on the board, which is not someone I usually go after at all, especially with his injury history, and I don't even have him in my tiered lists here. Uh, but he's a really good piece to fit on this team. Uh, bad free throws, but, you know, great assists, good rebounds. But, you know, I guess DeMar DeRozan is pretty good, too, in that same vein. And he is more of a scorer. Uh, I got Bledsoe, Kevin Love, Derek Favors, Al Horford. Josh Richardson's hanging around there. But th I think a lot of those guys are going to be hanging around at the bottom. So kind of between Griffin and DeMar DeRozan. I don't have a lot of guards. I do have some good um, power forwards, but I don't care. I'm going to go with DeMar DeRozan. Um, I'm going to try to stick a little bit closer to my tiers since I just released them and I'm already blowing them right out of the water. Um, after the fourth round, you know, third, fourth round, it's kind of a free-for-all. Uh, we're already in the uh, in the 50s and uh, DeMar DeRozan was a guy I still have in my, in my top 50. So I went with him. Uh, I think he, that was a great value pick. Kyle Lowry's still hanging around out there. Kevin Love's still hanging around out there. Uh, Eric Bledsoe. Blake Griffin just went. John Morant went 55. Steven Adams went 54. Um, guys, this is not a very good example of a, um, I'd say, of a uh, professional mock draft because a lot of these picks are just out of, uh, out of sorts. Um, but I'm trying to give you kind of a, a rundown of how I approach looking at my team um, and then looking at what is left in the queue. Uh, I got another pick here kind of in the, in the middle of the round six. Uh, right now I have Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan, so solid assists between the two of them and good rebounds. Giannis and Robert Covington, great all-around uh, players. I think Giannis's points help out. And then DeAndre Drayton's my center. So I have a well-rounded team. Um, I have really good field goal percentage. I'm, I'm basically punting free throws, but I'm still competitive. There's still like five teams worse than me. Um, I'm 
looks like I'm punting threes as well. I don't have a lot of uh, three-point shooters on my team. So let's avoid, uh, let's ignore free throw and three-pointers. We could boost points. We could boost rebounds. We could boost assists, steals, and blocks. Like, I'm in the running in all in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. That's exactly where I want to be. So now let's blow one of those um, um, stats up much higher. And Kyle Lowry just fell to me at pick 68. Um, that dude's going to be a top 50 player, and he's going to give me the assists I need. He's a, also a good rebounder, a good steal. So I'm just going to be snagging Kyle Lowry with my 68 pick, and now I'm real, real pleased. So that just bumped my assists up a ton. Now I'm, like, one of the best um, in field goal percentage, and my points are up too, so that's that's good. My rebounds are middle of the road because I just picked a guard, but my assists are super far up and my steals are top of the list. So now I'm like best in two categories in this league right now. Uh, if not three, if you count field goal percentage. So I'm going to keep note that my assist steals and field goal to keep going on those. And now that's three categories. I think I'm going to focus, try to focus on points and rebounds. I think those are going to be my four and five. And I'm going to try to stay competitive in blocks so that would be my six categories now all you gotta win is five guys but i'm gonna try to keep blocks semi-competitive down the stretch uh as we get into what is essentially round seven and a lot of the guys uh i normally target were off the board um i think josh richardson went off the board that's someone i like in this in this tier here um this is the um yeah josh richardson's off the board damn so we're now in the plateau region, uh, firmly in the plateau region, and really a lot of the values here are like don't worry about rankings, just worry about like what you need on your team. Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander is hanging around on my team, uh, is still out there, and I think he's uh, uh, one of my targets for this plateau. So I think I'm going to take him unless I find anyone else that I really like. Um, a lot of these other guys are my plateau two targets like rubio and and, and and teague and jared allen so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with shea gildress alexander a uh, little bit of a swing here but it's the seventh round you should take a swing um and that just boosted my assists even more so now i'm like really destroying people in assists and steals so i uh instead of going after a um a stat that maybe i needed to bump i made sure that the stats that I were that I was already really really good at field goal steal and assist they are now the most dominant in the league because that was the best value on the board I thought Shea Gillis Alexander um, coming down into the middle of the seventh round is to me a great great value getting with the seventy seventh overall pick because you're seeing guys right now go like. Um, Wendell Carter Jr., he's someone I, I, I like to target, but he's someone I target on the second plateau. We're barely into the second plateau right now. Gildress is someone I tar target on the first plateau. Um, but, like, Joe Ingles, uh, Jared Allen, Jeremy Lamb would have been a really nice pick. I, I should probably add Jeremy Lamb to my targets, uh, my plateau targets here, because I think he's going uh, criminally undervalued. But 80, at 82, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good grab. Um Right now, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do because I just got Shea Gillis Alexander. So, like, if Ricky Rubio falls to me, I don't really need him. If uh, Jeff Teague falls to me, I don't really need him. 
I already have like a lot of really really good guards. So let's look at the centers. I got Miles. Well, Miles Bridges is a wing. That would be a nice wing to have. Uh, Marcus Soul's hanging out here, and if he gets to 92, that's pretty good value for Marcus Soul. Uh, Gordon Hayward could have a nice little breakout year, so I could take another swing here with Gordon Hayward, perhaps. Uh, centers though are a little bit um, tight here. Marvin Bagley's available. Uh, but I like a lot of these guys that fall, uh, a lot of the bigs that fall. Uh, Abaka went, actually, which is surprising. He usually goes in the 90s. Paul Millsap is down here. A lot of these old uh, forwards and centers you can grab super late. So I think I'm going to try to grab one of them super late. And uh, TJ Warren just went another guy I like to pick late in drafts. This is a very, very strange draft. So um, and Dwight Powell was someone I, uh, I should target as well. I need to write some of these down, guys. Uh all right, so I'm between, like, Bagley, who's just kind of like a points, rebounds guy, and Gordon Hayward, who could be uh, a big upside guy. So I'm going to go big upside. I like big upside here in the ninth, uh, yeah, eighth round. Big upside. Gordon Hayward, big upside. Um, he's also pretty good at, uh, uh, at assists, so maybe they start running a little bit of things through him. But I will say what that did was it's, it's still solid in my points, still good with my field goal, a little bit down. Uh, my free throw has magically gone back, so I was ignoring free throw, but my free throw has started to be like in the top, uh, in the top half, actually approaching um, top tier. So didn't even try to do that. That's why you ignore, not punt. Um, so now I'm like competitive in free throws. Uh, I could be better at threes, middle of the road, but points I'm still really good at. Um, assists I'm very good at. Steals I'm uh, one of the best at. Rebounds, I'm not. So rebounds, I really need to... I need to grab somebody who gets rebounds here with one of my next picks. Um, let's see. Miles Bridges is available, but he's not a big rebound guy. Um, Thad Young, Patrick Beverly, DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan's out there, and I was I was originally punting free throws. Now I'm not. So now I have a little bit of a question on my hand. Do I go with DeAndre Jordan? I think that's a little too early here at pick 101 to go with him. So, um, oh man, let's see. A lot of decent guards still out there, so I kind of wish I would have got a guard. Um, Thad Young is is around at 101. That feels a little bit early, but a lot of the guys who are usually hanging around down here went earlier. This has been a very, very strange draft. Uh, Paul Millsap I like as a top 100 player, so I might just go with old... I took two swings with uh, Gordon Hayward and Shea Gildress-Alexander, so I might just go super, super boring and go with Paul Millsap at 101. Uh, he's definitely going to be good for rebounds, and he's going to be across the board a good steals, blocks guy. Um, it doesn't hurt, really hurt me anywhere else. Kind of making sure I'm not missing anybody here. So yeah, super boring pick with uh, Paul Millsap at 101, but it's a safe pick. He is a top 100 guy. Uh, he is going to be very, very solid, um, and he rounds out my team very well. So he doesn't hurt me in the categories that I like, which are field goal um, points, and he helps me in rebounds, um, and is actually very good at, uh, pretty decent at steals too. So like my steals and assists are still elite. My field goal is up there. My free throw is up there now too. Uh, what I'm not good at is uh, three-pointers, uh, my points could be better, my rebounds could be better, but I'm competitive in both, and then my blocks could be better, but I'm competitive in both. So I want, I kind of want another really good 
um, stat. So maybe I can focus on some late points players here. Kyle Kuzma is hanging around, though I don't like the injury nonsense that is going on with him. Um, Andrew Wiggins is available, but as you know, uh, Andrew Wiggins can screw right off. I am not drafting Andrew Wiggins. I don't care how much I need points. I'm not. I'm not taking him, guys. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Jalen Brown's hanging around down here. Pick one six uh, sixteen. Uh, a lot of decent guys going off the board here. Um, Javale McGee was an, uh, a nice pickup at one hundred two for uh, this this guy here. Lonzo Ball went at one hundred four. Obviously, way too high. No, I don't even think Lonzo Ball should be drafted in a standard league. Uh, JJ Redick, another guy people were overlooking. Uh, I didn't need three pointers, so I wasn't really looking in his direction. Uh, but yeah, a guy everyone's pretty much overlooking here. Um, I guess Zach Collins could be a super late pick uh, that I grab here. Uh, let's see if there's any. Uh, Zubach is someone maybe I'd pick take with a very last pick, but I, I doubt it. Um, that's a little too rich for me. Dario Sarge is out here. So like Dario Sarge could get me some uh, points and rebounds. Let's see. Let's see. Darius Garland, if I want to take another swing. Um, Willie Colleystein is someone I, I did like until I heard he got injured. And then uh, and I also heard Looney's going to play a lot as well. So I'm a little bit down uh, from how much I liked Willie Colleystein earlier this uh, summer. I'm kind of down on Willie Colleystein. Uh, Zach Collins just went. RJ Barrett. Darius Garland just went. So some of the uh, Dwayne Dedman at 113 is a very good pick. Uh, I like that pick. It's pretty pretty good value at 113. All right, it's coming up on my pick. Um, I, I went really safe last time. Thad Young is out there. That's another super solid safe pick. Brandon Clark could be a nice swing at this point if I'm looking for a big DeAndre um, Jordan. Actually, DeAndre Jordan just went, and Thad Young just went. So the guys that I was looking at to target, they went back-to-back, -back, and that's why it's always good to have a queue up and ready. So I'm going to put Brandon Clark um, right away. Like, when you're – it's your draft pick and you don't have anybody in your queue, get someone in your queue because that time could run out. It's going to run out real quick. I got a 10 seconds here. I'm probably going to go with Brandon Clark and take a swing with Brandon Clark. Uh, I'm looking for uh, Utah Bogdanovich. I think he's gone, so it looks like – Brandon Clark it is so I'm taking I went safe with Paul Millsap last time now I took another swing with Brandon Clark and I'd really suggest with these last round picks I know I'm flying a lot of information at you guys but um I would really suggest with these last round picks these are guys that are going to be waiver wire players like your bench um is going to be people you drop to stream other players so don't worry too much about them go for high upside Brandon Clark, high upside. I like that pick. Uh, Batum is still hanging out there at 125. I think that's a nice pick uh, for Batum, so hopefully he gets back to me. I'm going to smartly put him in my queue because I've been uh, not doing that, and it's bad, bad form. So you should always put stuff in your queue. Uh, Ryu Hachimura is someone I, I, I don't mind taking a, a swing at with one of my last picks. Danny Green is someone I, I like taking the swings at with my last pick. So look. I should write some of these downs. Yeah, I should write some of these swings down now that I'm doing a live draft. Um, I should also be talking to you, that'd be good. 
Why not? Like, why not take a swing with Ryu Hachimura? If, uh, if Batum doesn't get to me... Oh, nope, Batum did not get to me. So this could be a late swing here. I think Danny Green's my safe pick. Uh, so I think I'm going to go Ryu Hachimura. I'm going to take another swing here. Brandon Clark, too many swings maybe. Danny Green? Nah, you know what? I'm going to go Danny Green. I went. I took a swing with Brandon Clark last time. I'm going Danny Green. I'm going safe. Going real safe. Ryu Hachimura, Danny Green. Is, uh, uh, I, I, I took Danny Green instead of Ryu Hachimura. Ryu Hachimura might be f there for me with the next pick anyway. Um, so not a whole lot to worry about. Uh, with not taking Ryu Hachimura, like whatever, it doesn't matter. These, like I said, these are your last picks. These are your last round. And actually, Danny Green to me is a top 100 player. He's going to play a lot uh, with the Lakers. And the fact that I got him here in the 11th round is a hell of a hell of a value. So I went value instead of swing, even though I took a swing with Brandon Clark. You also got to look for those big big values, and I think uh, Danny Green huge huge value here this late. In the draft. All right. So once again, I'm not I'm doing a podcast and and doing a um, doing a draft is is very very hard, guys. I would suggest not doing it. Like I said, um, so I'm looking for. I feel like I'm looking for bigs. I feel like those are the. Right now, I'm just looking for upside with bigs. Um, and if there's anyone else, I feel like could be a really really good value. So Rudy Gay's hanging around here. That's a solid value here with like one of your final picks. Uh, Cody Zeller, Ryu Hachimura still on the board. Kevin Looney's hanging out here. Um, Patrick Beverly's okay. A lot of these late guys. Dennis Schroeder's out here. That's one of Tyler's favorite picks. Uh, Alfred Camino, I feel like has gotten. Uh, the, the more I hear about how good Jonathan Isaac has been playing, the less interested I am in Al. Farouk Aminu, I think he'll be there on your waiver wire. So I, I'm starting to avoid Al Farouk Aminu now uh, with my final picks. Oh, let's see. Seth Curry is, if I was targeting threes, that would be nice, but I'm not. I'm not targeting threes. So, you know, feel free to sort by the um, points, whatever like whatever that stat is that you need. Uh, Zubach could be good for your rebounds. Uh, Ish Smith and then Di. DJ Augustine, Alfred Payton, those are actual, you know, Dennis Schroeder, those guys are going to play and they can get you assists. Uh, if I'm looking at the, uh, the projected standings here, um, I could use some more points. I could use some more rebounds. And I'm good at assists. I'm great at steals. I'm great at field goal percentage. And my free throw percentage is still good. So I want rebounds, points, rebounds. Um, yeah, points or rebounds. So with points... You got Dennis Schroeder, Harrison Barnes, Jordan Clarkston, hmm, Sidney Osman. Not a lot of names I like. And with rebounds, you got Ed Davis, Tristan Thompson, Zubac, Al um, you Dwight Howard. Oh, Dario Sarge. I like taking a little shot with Dario Sarge. I also like Cody Zeller here as well. Um, Dario Sarge could be a little points and rebounds type of guy. So I'm going to take... A swing with Dar uh, with my twelfth um, round pick. This is the my twelfth round is finally when I uh, got um, my my shit together 
and I'm now prepared for my pick. That was the first round I was prepared for my pick was round 12. Um, granted, I think Dario Sarge could last into the 13th round here. I could maybe get him with my final pick. Um, Cody Zeller is at the top of the queue in Yahoo, so this is like a good time to be like, if I wanted Cody Zeller and Dario Saric, um, do I take Dario Saric here or see if he waits? So here's the thing. I think Tony Ze uh, Cody Zeller is probably kind of the same as like Kevin Looney and a couple other people. So uh, Dario Saric is pretty unique. I'm going to go with Saric here. I think I could have got Saric in the 13th round, but you got to weigh your options, right? Do you want to um, risk it or do you want to get the player you, you wanted? And in this case, I want the player that I wanted. Uh, Cody Zeller went with the next pick. So if I took Cody Zeller, that would have been uh, the, the right move. I really, really wanted Cody Zeller. I don't really, really want Cody Zeller. He's not that great. Um, but I went with Dario Saric instead because I wanted that particular player. Uh, I think I could have got him in the 13th round, and that's a risk. I think a lot of people this late, why not take that risk? Um, I should be talking to myself. Why not take that risk? Um, I was in between, and if I was a little bit more prepared, maybe I would have taken that risk. Uh, I would suggest taking that risk if you are drafting here late. Uh, with my last pick, pick 149, I don't care. Um, DJ Augustine's out there. He could have some value. He's fine. I uh, wouldn't mind having a guard hanging around in my on my bench. Uh, Kent Bazemore, if he plays in Portland, will be nice. Derek Rose is out there as well. Maybe I'll go with a, uh, a shout-out Derek Rose pick. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, big up Derek Rose. Big respect to Derek Rose. I'm going to take Derek Rose with my next pick if he gets back to me here. Um, only a few more picks to go, but if this is on auto-draft, which sometimes by the time you get to an end of a mock draft, it's all nonsense. So... Like I said, don't don't even don't even worry about the end of the draft. Uh, DJ Augustine went. Maxi Kleber went. I like Maxi Kleber with a, la a last pick. Let's let's throw let's throw Maxi Kleber out there. Um, and of course, Derek Rose goes right before I wanted to pick. So let's go with Landry Shamet. It doesn't matter. This is the last pick doesn't matter i'm gonna go with shamet he's been getting a lot of buzz um with the la clippers i think he's gonna play a lot more than um maybe we we thought so take a swing that's your last pick who gives a shit uh dennis Schroeder would have been a perfectly fine pick there that's a good value at 149 um and that's it that's the that's pretty much my whole draft um let's recap if i can Yes, I can. All right, cool. Uh, went with Giannis, pick number five. Giannis, uh, he's the one who fell to me. I think it, when you're at pick number five, you take whatever falls to you out of that top five. Giannis is a great pick. He already sets you up for um, a punt free throw strategy, which, like I said, ignore three free throw strategy. And uh, right after that, probably could have went uh, Drummond and Simmons. I think that would have been a really, really fun. I think I'm going to do that for our Who Do I Draft. I'm going to go Giannis drummond simmons it's very very doable instead i went trey young that's very very early for trey young and i was really thrown off 
by some of the picks that uh, people in this draft made. Uh, Mitchell Robinson going in the beginning of the second round. De'Aaron Fox going in the middle of the second round. That's too early. D'Angelo Russell going in the beginning of the second round. Don't know what was going on here. So I went with Trey Young, and that, um, I think, to me, he is a kind of end-of-the-second-round type player. Um, there were some other guys I had ranked uh, in a higher tier than him still on the board. But uh, if you, guards are hard to come by, and assists are hard to, hard to come by, and I think that gives Trey Young a little bit of a boost. If I, When I'm reevaluating my tiers, I might actually have to move Young um, up a tier simply because he is just a unique player, and he gets you those unique assists, and getting a good assist guy is going to be incredibly, incredibly hard outside those top three rounds. Um, so I went with Trey Young, and then I went with my favorite player on the board, um, with my third pick was DeAndre Ayton. He is a second round player to me, like into the second round player, and he was still hanging around. Uh, and so was De- Devin Booker went right before that, and I would a hundred percent with De- went Devin Booker over Ayton, but um, DeAndre Ayton fell to me. I took him. Uh, Clint Capella was also on the board there. I like Capella. Um, he's a solid third round pick, and I needed a big, and so I had um, Trey. Young, DeAndre Ayton, Giannis, so really good um, build for points. Uh, solidified my assists, bumped them up, Giannis uh, and Trey, and then my rebounds with Ayton and uh, Giannis, also f- fantastic. And then all my counting stats are still very good because Giannis gets you a block and a half and a, and a steal and a half. So right there, I'm like ready in like five full categories there, maybe even six full categories. I'm leading the way so when it came down to my fourth pick maybe a little bit of a reach uh, probably could have got this guy on the comeback um robert covington i had a lot of good points and i wanted to really really solidify my steals robert covington is going to have a very good year he's to me definitely a fourth round player uh, but you could probably get him in the fifth round and i probably could have waited on him i probably could have went with Otto porter tobias harris someone who's definitely going to go in the fourth round uh, but I'm okay with Robert Covington, uh, but that did bump my points down a little more than I liked. So in the fifth round on the comeback, I went with DeMar DeRozan, bumped those points right back up. And at this point, not a lot of three-point shooters on the team, uh, so I started ignoring threes. Still ignoring free throws, but my free throws had started to sneak back up again. Uh, in the sixth round, Kyle Lowry fell to me. Super, super, like, six rounds too late for Kyle Lowry. Like, late six rounds too late for Kyle Lowry. So I was like, all right, Kyle Lowry is going to bump my assists way back up again. Going to be good steals, solid points. Uh, when he played without Kawhi Leonard last season, he was very, very good. People were way – people were overlooking Kawhi uh, – uh, excuse Kyle, Kyle Lowry. People were overlooking Kyle Lowry by a lot. So don't let him fall out of the sixth round. Uh, even in the fifth round is, is like, a time to – He's in my uh, he's in my tiers, like he's in my overlooked uh, tier tier seven, uh, kind of that end of that uh, end of that um, fourth round into the fifth round type of player, um, top fifty but top fifty player. So he's in my top fifty. My tiers are basically the top fifty. So um, give me Rob Rob Cove. Oh, excuse me, give me Kyle Lowry. I got distracted by Robert Covington again. Uh, give me Kyle Lowry in the sixth round any day of the week. And then Shea Gilders Alexander, one of my targets in the plateau region, falling to me in the seventh round. Uh, I feel like that's money. So now my guards are, are great. I got Trey Young, 
DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry, and Shea Gilders Alexander as my guards. That's incredible. I got uh, uh, let's say uh, Demar Derozan ends up being a three. Like I, I put him, up, I move him up to my forwards. Right. All right. Cool. Um, so I got Trey Young, Shea Gilders Alexander, and Kyle Lowry as my guards. I got Demar Derozan, Giannis, and Robert Covington as my forwards, and I got DeAndre Ayton as my center. That's a fantastic start. Um, and this is uh, eight plus. You know, eight to eleven, or eight, eight through ten, eight through eleven. That's when you want to like really hone down on the stats that you're great at in a head-to-head league, and then you know, um, uh, or be competitive in something like if you you've already got four really really great stats and a fifth one that's incredibly good, which I was pretty much sitting there. Uh, doesn't hurt to be you know okay at free throws, uh, so you win more weeks than not. You don't have to be the best, but like just because you're ignoring a stat doesn't mean you should ignore it the entire draft. Like that's a whole nother. Uh, I wouldn't call it a strategy, but like if you suddenly were ignoring a stat and then you're suddenly decent at it, like I was in free throws, uh, then I started paying attention to it again here late in the draft. Um, in round eight, I went uh, took a little bit of a swing, but this is a swing with high upside. That's the kind of high upside I wanna I wanna take. Like I wanna take a swing with Gordon Hayward. Like why not? If he sucks, oh well. I don't think he's going to suck. I think he's going to be pretty good. I think he's going to definitely be uh, eighth-round value. Um, so I, since I took a swing in the eighth round, I went a little safe, maybe a little too safe in the ninth round with Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap's a top 100 player. Basically got him at, like, 101. So just got a top 100 player for uh, under a, lower than 100 draft pick, and it's safe. So I went safe. Now I'm taking another swing. I went Brandon Clark. Um, I kind of wish DeLon Wright would have fell to me. Uh, I actually wish a lot of players um, kind of a weird draft. Like it feels like people didn't had no idea what they're doing in the second or third round, but then they were like super, super savvy in the eighth, ninth and 10th round. So that's kind of a really strange turn of events. Um, Could have went safe with that young, I guess. Well, actually, no, I think he went, I think he went right before I picked. Um, so since I took a swing with Brandon Clark in the 10th, I went super, super safe. Um, overlooked guy Danny Green is going to play a lot on the Lakers and the fact that I got him in the 11th round is insane he's a top 100 player for sure so uh went with Danny Green at 11 Dario Sarge took him in the 12th probably could have waited till the 13th but um Dario Sarge is uh has potential to be a top 100 player so you're this late in the draft and you're still getting like a potential top 100 player great uh, that is awesome and then I went with my last pick kind of a toss-up uh, Landry Shamet, he's been getting a lot of buzz uh, out of the Clippers organization and taking with my last pick. Um, why not? If he sucks, I drop him. And if not, I just made a very good pick with my last pick. And he'll have value. And what you do is he, he starts out the season well. You trade him at his peak and you end up getting you know a seventh round pick or a ninth round pick or a couple, a ninth and a tenth round pick, a couple guys back. Maybe you get, and Rubio has a slow start like he sometimes does. And you trade him for Rubio, and then now you got another assisted steal guy on your team. Rubio went in the eighth round, so you got him with your last round pick. So, guys, what I try to tell you is is draft for potential value. Um, you still want to build your team up. You still want to build around the stats that you're good at. But like, like there's going to be a lot of like I got a lot of guys who are going to have a lot of value. Demar Derozan, Kyle Lowry, Shea Gillis Alexander. Uh, whether it is 
value that um, people are just going to see in their stat lines or value in the name value, like Gordon Hayward. Um, I guess um, Shea Gillis-Alexander, Kyle Lowry, those guys have name value as well. Uh, Danny Green's going to have name value just simply because he's on the Lakers. So um, really looking forward to um, doing another mock draft. This was uh, a very, I thought, a, a weird one. This was a weird one. So uh, hopefully you got some value out of it. You can find me at Watch the Boxes on Twitter. Um, if you want to see my tiers, they are currently on patreon.com slash watching the boxes. They are free for all listeners. But if you want to su support the show, go ahead and subscribe on patreon.com slash watching the boxes. And um, we'll catch you. For the next mock draft, we're going to be doing our Who Do I Draft series as well. So uh, stay tuned. We'll see you soon.